today's topic, we are talking about Ephesians 3. So who knows where my energy is going to go today? (laughs) Um, Ephesians 3, I will be reading out of the NIV version, first three verses. And we have on the line today, MJ, Kevin, and Robin to help discuss um, what's speaking to our heart on these verses. Ephesians 3, verse 1, NIV version. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. I'm going to read also from the living Bible, that same, those are, that was verses one through three. So from the um, living Bible, I, Paul, the servant of Christ, am here in jail because of you for preaching that you Gentiles are a part of God's house. No doubt you already know that God has given me this special work of showing God's favor to you Gentiles, as I briefly mentioned before in one of my letters. God himself showed me this secret plan of his, that the Gentiles too are included in his kindness. Little nuances, a little different way of saying it. Um, All right. Kevin, you have any thoughts you want to start us off on? MJ? I'll jump in. Yeah. You know, the first thing that really jumped at me is in that third verse where it kept saying, made known, you know, made known. This mystery has been made known. And it's that revelation of, you know, he's a prisoner, but he's not a prisoner in his mind. You know, Christ has has given him that freedom and he may be physically a prisoner, because of what's gone on here and who wants to take things away from him. And that's, that's the thing about being a prisoner or being accused of whatever people can take things from you, but they can't take away your salvation. And that's the biggest thing that I think he's trying to say here, you know, he's coming to the Gentiles again and, you know, he, (laughs) Paul is working so hard to get these Jews and these Gentiles to come together and, and let, and hopefully the Jews will accept that these Gentiles can, they love this God too and bring everybody together because, you know, Jesus death and resurrection is for everybody. It wasn't just for one sort of group. It is for everybody on this earth. And I don't know, have that mystery made known. That's what just kept hitting me. So that was my thought. And Kevin and Robin, you can jump in at any time. Um, and, you know, building off of that, MJ, you know, just the idea that um, Paul is able to, he's so passionate, so inspired, so motivated to share, you know, he's in prison. I mean, just really think about that. He's able to stay focused on God and his mission while he is being treated very unfairly. And, um, that's, that's a huge uh, lesson to all of us that we can learn from. I mean, there's lots of different people in history that have been through different um, scenarios where they've been held back unfairly, but they, they know what, you know, they, they control what they can control. 
which you can't take away, you know, your personality or your character or your, your salvation. Um, that's no one can physically take that away from you. They could try, but it's really up to us to dig in and stand firm and say, I'm, you know, this is what I believe and you know, and I'll do what I can to, you know, share whenever I can safely do so, or even maybe sometimes not so safely. Robin? Yeah, I, uh, I just, just thinking about what uh, kind of physical prison he was actually in, you know, sometimes he refers to himself as a prisoner in chains and you know, I think of him in like some kind of dungeon dwelling and these, you know, heavy shackles and chains around his wrists and ankles. I don't know if that's true. I haven't um, done the research, but I just, it's amazing to me. I mean, I mean, I think any human being can ask the question, how does he rise above that, you know? being, say, physically beaten. I mean, he doesn't have a bed to sleep in. He doesn't have cable TV or whatever. He doesn't have Netflix. He has nothing. And, um, and yet he's, you know, at this high spiritual place that, I mean, as a Christian, that's where I want to be. I want to be there. I don't want to be down here where I feel you know, stuck in, say, my body, for example. Yeah, it's it's uh, really fascinating to be able to hear great stories like this where and it's, not, it's, a, it's a real story. I mean, this is what he went through yeah. um, where he was able to, you know, just be so focused, so passionate that he could stay focused um, in spite of, the harsh reality he was living. It's a great example for all of us. And um, that could be a whole study and, you know, I'm trying to break down his character and what, you know, um, some specifics on that and, and turn it practical. That'd be a whole nother conversation, but I like um, Kevin's notes here. Kevin, you want to chime in? The thing about, you know, these verses that spoke to me was the word mystery. I guess there's a couple of things, you know, so when I was researching this, uh, the English word meaning the word mystery evokes a sense that we can never know the answers to something dark and hidden. The Greek meaning of this word involves a secret that is no longer guarded or hidden, right? And, uh, and I think that's the neat, I think that's the neat part about this. Uh, he refers to this mystery. And it's really information that God had previously not disclosed. It's, it's a, it's a perspective that God had not previously, you know, blessed us with. And uh, this idea that, you know, that not just the Jews, but the Gentiles could also, you know, uh, be the recipient of God's grace. What a, what an incredible and amazing uh, you know, what, an, what, it, I mean, think about that. It's like, it's like winning the lottery, you know, it's just like our learning, you know, that there is this, 
this this you know like you know in the in the colonial times of America you know where you know you go out you know go west young man and, and you have you were promised property if you just moved to it you know you were promised promised a, a place to live you could establish a home you know uh, and it was just given to you if you were willing to take it and uh, you know that that whole this idea of it being a mystery of it of it being withheld and then disclosed uh it really that to me that really resonates and it makes me it makes me curious you know i'm curious about well, what other mysteries you know does god have that he doesn't you know either disclose or he discloses through you know a revelation in this case it was a revelation to paul and, and peter too um but uh yeah i i i'm just i'm excited about i'm excited about what that means it, in, in for practical terms, what it means for me as a, as a gent, I'm not a Jew, right? So I'm a Gentile, right? What that means for me. And then what other mysteries are out there? What other, what other pieces of information does God have in store for me, for me to learn? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. The, the, uh, the suspense. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really cool. It, I, the Bible is so amazing. Um, just there's oh my gosh the depth and the breadth of how everything is written and pulled together and yeah mystery is a um yeah i like that i like your perspective on that kev that's really cool the whole idea of mystery we can never know we'll never really know the answer and so it's up to us to discern and keep searching and pray and, and to have fun with it and just have fun integrating that into our lives. Um, that's, I always pull the fun factor in because I always believe there, you know, why, why bother if it's not fun, right? <laughs> Find the fun somehow there's fun in there. It's in there. All right. Um, moving on. Oh, I, I also in your notes, Kevin, before we move on, you did mention in here, I'm looking where you wrote, um, I don't know where you got this research from, but Paul was imprisoned under house arrest while writing this particular letter, even though he could move about the house during the day, though never leaving the, its premises during the night hours, he was chained to a Roman guard. Still, Paul did not focus on this harsh reality, but rather focused on the beautiful and blessed reality that he was a prisoner of Christ. He did not let the Romans or any other man or man-made belief system imprison his heart and mind. Paul demonstrated the kind of higher focus and joyful devotion that we all should strive for in every ongoing trial and unfair loss in life. Totally agree with that. I'm not sure where that came from, but I love that statement. Uh, well, I'll give a shout out to the Enduring Word uh it's there's a lot of good biblical research material there uh and i get a lot of the source material uh from there uh and that that particular part came from there perfect that's awesome love that i love that perspective and um yeah i love staying god focused <laughs> staying focused well always watch where's your focus and then just refocus um 
speaking of focus, it's so interesting that lately my eyesight has been challenged and um, I've been probably every week to the eye doctor for the last several weeks, just trying to figure out how to get this all tweaked back together. So if I misspeak reading something, let me know. Um, I have been making so many typos in my emails and oh my gosh, it's just, it's been that bad. So, um, <laughs> but staying focused and having fun through it all and finding the joy in it somehow. All right, let's move on. Um, and bottom line, staying God focused. That's, I mean, it's all so simple. Just stay focused on God. He's got it all handled. We'll get this figured out. All right, verses four through six, NIV. In reading this, then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which has not made known, which was not made known to people in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the spirit of God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that though the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body and sharers together in the promise of Christ Jesus. More about the mystery, mystery speak. And in the living Bible version, same three passages. I say this to explain to you how I know about these things. In olden times, God did not share this plan with his people, but now he has revealed it by the Holy Spirit to his apostles and prophets. And this is the secret that the Gentiles will have their full share with the Jews in all the riches inherited by God's sons. Both, both are invited to belong to his church and all of God's promises of mighty blessings through Christ apply to them both when they accept the good news about Christ and what he has done for them. So, um, MJ, Robin, you got something? Oh, no. I'm just yeah. processing. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot to process. Good stuff. Yeah. I, you know, I'm looking at the, the, the middle part of this where, you know, we're talking about all these generations of people that are finally getting revealed, you know, because the Old Testament people, all these Old Testament people were thinking, hey, this, there's one God, here's the rules, here's the, and they had one train of thought going, and now here comes Paul saying, hey, we're opening this up to everybody, and, you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting, um, as I was reading this this morning, I kept thinking about, of all things, Ananias, I'm going to go back here, guys. I, I, I apologize. But for some reason, Ananias' name kept coming to my forefront as I'm reading this particular passage. Mm. And I keep thinking about, you know, here's God telling him to go help Saul. And because, you know, Saul is blind. And God is saying, you're going to go help this guy, the guy who's per persecuting you know, the Christians, and you're mm -hmm. going to, I'll tell you where he's at. I'll tell you what you're going to do. And you're going to go help him because Paul <laughs> is going to be the guy who goes and, and helps all these Gentiles 
in my name and he's the chosen one, you know, and here's Ananias going, oh my gosh, you're throwing me, Lord, into, you know, a, a possible, you know, uh, you know, problem here, you know, if I get in there and next thing you know, he's, he's taking me down, but he does it anyway. And then when Paul gets this, gets his eyesight back, the first thing he says is, you know, what is my, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? And Ananias says, you're supposed to go talk to the Gentiles. You're supposed to go help this group of people because he knew that Peter and John and, and James and all those guys would probably go after the other groups. So he's putting Paul in that situation of going after the Gentiles. And one of the things Ananias said to him is he said, you will suffer. You know, he's telling Paul, you're going to suffer in this, this thing that the Lord is putting you into. But the first thing he asked for, Paul asked for, will baptize me. And Ananias says, I won't baptize you, but I'd have a friend, Barnabas, Barnabas will baptize you. And look at that, you know, here, here's Paul and Barnabas coming together and all the different travels they went on together. And I just, I don't know, Ananias kept coming to my mind and I, I had to bring that up today because for, for me, it's little things like that, that really make this part of the, the Bible come true for the fact that where did this come from and who, who, who else was involved in this? And I don't know, I love that legacy and I love that history. And so I had to throw it out this morning because it was just, it kept coming back to me. So I'll stop because I don't want to go into any more about that, but literally it, it, this particular passage of generations, you know, um, that was huge for me. Thank you. I'm done. We have to remember the history. Yeah, the history is really important. I, I appreciate your perspective on that for sure. And, you know, the statement you made about how, you know, all the other apostles were, you know, focused on other demographics, you know, and Paul's mission was the Gentiles. I, that's a great distinction. Thank God it got it to us. We's a Gentile. <laughs> All right. Kev, you got any more insights? He talks more about mystery here. Yeah, I mean, not really. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of reaffirmation of, you know, that there's a togetherness, you know, that it's the Gentiles and the Jews um, and, that, and that he's, you know, kind of just reaffirming that those points. All right, then we've got, let's do the next couple of verses, um, seven through nine, NIV version. Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people, because you know that the Lord will reward each one for whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free. And masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them since you know 
that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and there is no favoritism with him. Am I in the right version? Ah, I'm in the wrong. That was the wrong verse, wasn't it? Where am I at? Okay, see, so here's what here, I'm in chapter six. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, all right, there's my eyesight again. Oh yeah, my gosh. Where am I we at? Knew, we knew you'd figure it out. It's all right. Oh, goodness. <laughs> all right, we're refreshing the screen because I don't have a, an actual book in front of me. Um, NIV Ephesians 3, verses 7. Um, seven through nine. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles, the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone, the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God who created all things. All right. That makes more sense. <laughs> And the living Bible version. Oh, this is how it's been all week. It's like, oh, it takes a lot longer to get anything done. <laughs> Be you thankful need, for eyesight. You need an Ananias in your life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The living Bible. God has given me the wonderful privilege of telling everyone about this plan of his. And he has given me his power and special ability to do it well. Just think, exclamation mark, though I did nothing to deserve it, and though I am the most useless Christian there is, what a difference in these versions, oh my gosh, yet I was the one chosen for this special joy of telling the Gentiles the glad news of the endless treasures available to them in Christ, and to explain to everyone that God is the Savior of the Gentiles too. Just as he who made all things had secretly planned from the very beginning. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, can I add something here? Absolutely. In my uh, Bible study in church, we're studying John. And one of the things we discussed in that was that was part of, you know, God's plan all along. He, it's interesting, he chose, you know, he chose Israel knowing they would reject him. And, um, you know, just, I don't know how many years after um, Christ actually walked on the earth, here's Paul, um, you know, doing what Jesus wanted him to do to spread the good news to the whole world, not just to this one tiny little country full of people, a lot of people, but, you know, that his news, the good news is universal, you know, it belongs to the Gentiles, which is virtually everyone else who wasn't born um, like a cultural Jew, you know what I mean? I just think it's interesting um, I don't understand it, but I don't have to understand it. <laughs> yeah, that, that is fascinating. And, you know, Christ, he um, obviously, what's the word? You know, he shook, he shook their foundation to the core, you know, their religion, their, um, 
their rituals, their practices. And he knocked down their power too that they had. You know, they we talked about how they have a pride, um, how they're prideful because they are God's chosen, but they miss they miss the point of the fact that Christ was the Messiah. I'm sorry, I don't want to get us on a tangent either, but it just came to my mind. Um, okay, no more apologizing from anyone. You guys are all apologizing today. Okay. <laughs> No shoulds. No, I'm sorry. Hey, we are, I'm just excited to be able to explore this together. And, you know, as God, God is putting insights into each one of us and he does this all day long, every day when we allow it. And, um, there's no, there's a reason these thoughts and, uh, you know, the research that Mike's inspired to do and the thoughts, you know, you know, I love, you know, insights from your church, Robin, that you're going through right now. And like, you know, and and God's reminding each one of us, oh yeah, here's how, you know, pull this in and pull that in. And here's how it all, you know, coagulates together. Um, um, I, I just, I, I love that we can all mix. We all, we all scatter throughout the week. We have our own worlds we're in and perspectives we have and things we're researching and people we talk to and thoughts we have and in synchronicities and and the small still voice is what I call it you know as God's whispering to our hearts about different things I love it that we can pull it all together here may not necessarily be the most orchestrated and organized that's okay um it's important if it's coming to your heart it's important and uh so I'm, I'm grateful for each of you for sharing in the various ways that you do. Um, thank you, Kevin, for all your, your written notes that you help us with on these. And Mike does his YouTube research and Robin doing your research and your Bible studies with your church and me on all my adventures and things that I've been learning some really interesting things. Um, not necessarily pertaining to this topic today, but um, it's just really cool to be able to pull it all together safely here with each of you. So I don't, I just, that was on my heart. <laughs> and, and you're not apologizing for that. And I'm not apologizing. <laughs> right. And well, we know you weren't reading that from something. That's right. very true. Thank you. Straight from the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I've been doing a lot of reading today. Reading from the Bible, reading notes. That one came from my heart. Yes. Necessary. And Kevin, I appreciate your notes too, even though I'm late in reading them, but I was reading about uh, house arrest, Paul's house arrest. So there's um, more to that topic too. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, just you know that no that, that was a really great insight just knowing he's writing all this from those kinds of situations i mean it's um i mean i if you even can try to put your brain into that container of gosh if i meant under house arrest and then chained at night and you know who you know like you know no bed or whatever you know i, I gosh i mean <laughs> can you even imagine um, and yet he's able to write these beautiful letters and passionately yeah. get, um, you know, be that channel of 
uh, you know, God's word to the people. Yeah, and in Kevin's notes here, I circled the, the God's grace, um, talking about the, the gospel. And all I kept thinking is, you know, you know, Paul, I was given this to give away. I was given this to give away. I was given this gospel to give to you. And I just mm -hmm. picture a big basket of bread. I mean, just think of if Paul had this big basket of bread and everywhere he went, you know, he was given this basket of bread. So you want some here, grab some, I can't eat all this, you know, grab some. And then as soon as it gets down to the bottom, he just throws a little cloth over the top and sure enough, it's filled again. Yeah. You want some here everywhere he goes, he has this basket of bread and that's what was given to him and he needs to give it away. And that's God's grace right there. And MJ, there are a lot of hungry people, right? Mm -hmm. Needing bread. That's mm. great. I like that. Yeah. All right. Let's finish this up. I need some bread. <laughs> you know, it's interesting driving when you have vision challenges. Yeah. And you start appreciating, okay, there's an orange sign up there. I know that means construction of some sort. I cannot read what it says. I can't tell what lane I'm supposed to be in, but it's orange. So I know something's coming. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, and I, I can see flashing lights and like, okay, there's something up there. I have no idea if it's a vehicle moving, if it's the, the, you know, the light above the stoplight, it's, it's actually kind of scary. So I'm, oh I'm understanding why <laughs> they do certain things on our roads so that people, even if they can't see well, um, there's symbol symbolism there to help, uh, guide so be uh have a little extra grace for anyone driving a little extra slow right now <laughs> oh man oh and pray for me i'm trying yeah. not to drive too much definitely i'll pray <laughs> yeah it sounds like you need it Jeez. <laughs> i have been my eye doctor has been fantastic she's been bending over backwards to figure out i mean i've got i don't know how many pairs of glasses now you know glasses to wear with my contacts without the contacts i've got different kinds of contacts i'm trying different versions and different i just I, i've got bifocals i think they are now what are they called i don't like they're they're the kind where you tilt your head to see that i'm like oh my gosh you say give that two weeks for the fishbowl effect to go away i'm like oh man <laughs> Uh, we've got and then i was at a conference last weekend oh it was awesome it was awesome it was many hours of uh sitting in front of a screen and one of the um one of the tips so i've been doing it this week one of their tips they were talking about eyesight and how important it is to go outside two to three times a day look directly at the sun find the sun and look directly at it for two to three minutes, two to three times a day, obviously with your eyes closed. So you close your eyes, look at the sun and, and you just stand there in meditation and gratitude and, and, you know, just calm, just stand there for two to three minutes and let the sun come through your eyelids and think about, you know, on the next level bonus, you know, cause you basically the energy from the sun is energizing your eyes and it's healing. And this is coming from some ancient, ancient practices, Eastern medicine kind of stuff. And, um, 
And I asked my eye doctor and she's like, oh my gosh, that's fantastic for sure. Yeah, do that. I'm like, cause there's a reason I'm getting this information. <laughs> and um, so I've been doing that this week as much as I can. I don't know that I'm doing it twice a day, but at least once a day I'm getting that done. And um, it's a new habit for me. And it's really awesome just to stop two minutes and just stand there. And then the next level is think about the energy from the sun and just think about it nourishing, just the nourishing energy. It's, you know, and, and just explore and the imagination of just, you know, the words that you want to word picture, you want to put with that on how it's healing the eyes and energizing and adding nutrients and, um, you know, healing the different, you know, I don't know all the words and, you know, the blood vessels or whatever in the eyes, but I mean, you know, if you know the verbiage, I mean, you can really get deep in the meditation specifically on the eyes for two minutes and then you're done. So, um, um, that's one of the, they, they had a few other exercises too. I'm like, what kind of interesting synchronistic timing this is. <laughs> so it all works out. Right. So, um, yeah, you guys are awesome. And did you have another thought to wrap us up, MJ? Well, it's funny that remember a year ago, I was keeping notes on thoughts of the day. Right. A year ago, I, I made a thought of every day of last year. On this 19th of June last year, my thought was blinded by darkness, but he moves me forward with God's help. Oh my gosh. That, that was my thought a year ago today. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is, this is the brilliance of this group. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> and I told Angie um, last Sunday what, what I wrote down for last Friday, which last Friday, guys, is when we had to put Austin down. Yeah. And literally um you know it just it's so funny that a year a year prior i wrote down when in pain go to god <laughs> when in pain go to god and that's where austin went last week on friday so it's it's amazing you know the, the god is working powerfully through each one of you i want you to remember that uh tuck that into your heart Look into the sun and think of God and his energy and power and pour that through your eyes and then um, drop that energy down into your heart and just meditate on that and then voice it out into the world. You know, even just, even just shining love through eyes. I mean, just, you don't even have to open your mouth. It's just by looking at somebody with the love from your heart, from this deep work that we do and studying the Bible and communing with one another. Um, that's what we're called to do. It's that's uh, some of the practicalities. And um, it's also simple. It's also simple. Um, just stay God focused. So have a fantastic week. You guys are awesome. Keep being awesome. And all of God's creatures say. Amen. Amen. So if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, 
Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at Podcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.